0: And welcome to the sports desk on SIN. We are your hosts, Michael and Sam, on a Friday, a beautiful Friday morning, it must be said, in Melbourne. Pleasure to have your company. And Sam, we have so much sport to talk to. We're previewing one of the biggest rounds of the year, round 23 in the AFL. And my word, your team. Is one of the centre-focused clubs in this incredible race for the finals.
1: I cannot believe we're here to start with. This season has just absolutely flown by. Um, to start off with, I've I've <laughs> been in a whirlwind this week. I uh, haven't been able to sleep properly. Oh, I see. Uh, With the you know all the outcomes, the, the percentages <laughs> have just been rolling over my inner thoughts for days on end. So. Uh, really, really nervous, but at the same time, really excited that we've got this opportunity, um, because I can't really remember too many times. Th- this is just a script of a movie, this, this kind of, um, and for neutrals, this is, this is amazing. I've even had people <laughs> ask me, neutrals ask me for tickets. And I was like, <laughs> fans can barely get them themselves. So the MCG is sold out. If you don't realize what we're talking about, Sunday, 3.20 afternoon, probably going to spend the whole show talking Pretty about much. It Because it is, uh, Look, we will come back to AFL later, um, but just off the top, like, this... It's well known the biggest rivalry in the AFL and one of the biggest rivalries in Australia, if not the world, is Carlton Collingwood, going back, you know, to the early days of, you know, football in Australia. Um, and had some many, many big clashes in, you know, the 70s and 80s uh, and things. But but in my lifetime, this is... it's. We've never really been up there together. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's two mm. big powerhouses from the past uh, not really being up there. So yeah, Although there have been big rivalries, they've not really meant much. It's sometimes just been a dead rubber, but for, for, for the fans, mm. uh, it's been absolutely massive. And this is the first time, uh, and I think the biggest game since Carlton-Collingwood 1988. Can you believe that?
0: Wow. Wow. It, it's just got all the perfect ingredients for a game that will just absolutely sizzle. And I'm no meteorologist, Sam, but I'm looking at the forecast. 15 degrees expected for the day, 19 kilo, uh, sorry, kilometre winds <laughs> and uh, not kilogram winds. Gee whiz, that might be tough, but uh, humidity 57%, precipitation 10%. So that's probably the side that you want it. Both brands of footy... We'd probably stack up in these conditions, but it's going to be exciting. As you mentioned, for a neutral supporter, we're just all going to sit back 3.20 on Sunday and we're going to absolutely enjoy this spectacle. Um, it's hard to even imagine a season where there were so many blockbuster games, you know, happening in the back end of a season, Sam. Uh-huh. I mean, usually when we sit at this time of the year, we think to ourselves, oh, look, even if, even if that final seven and eighth spot are decided in the final round, that's a good result for footy. But when you've got... Multiple, you know, positions on the ladder decided in the very last round and starting tonight as well with Melbourne and Brisbane. You just think to yourself, what a Promoter's dream for the finals, but also mm. a promoter's nightmare because they're going to have to <laughs> scramble to, to see whether where the host locations are going to be. But we have that we have that week off, which will be important, and I think it'll be important as well for the, for the game on Sunday because both teams are going to go pretty hard at each other. We imagine. Yeah, well, they definitely will. Uh, so we will talk about that later. This is just
1: a bit of a sneak oh. preview for now. <laughs> get um, excited! But we will get into the news of the week. Uh, And I will start off, and I know you (laughs) and Jimmy on Monday's show uh, spoke a lot about this, uh, a lot about Essendon. Um, But just off the top, if you've not been... Well, I don't know how you could miss it. Alistair Clarkson uh, says he'll make his decision about his AFL coaching future uh, soon while admitting, uh, to be, being embarrassed about being linked to Essendon while Ben Rutten, uh, was still in charge. The struggling Bombers have expressed interest in, uh, recruiting Clarkson for next season. despite Rutten still having a year left on his contract, North Melbourne is also in the race for Clarkson services, uh, with the Kangaroos expecting a decision from the four-time Premiership coach by the end of the weekend. Uh, and the Kangaroos, uh, remain pretty optimistic. Um, so, yeah, that, that's been the talk all week. Uh, and I just... I don't know. It kind of annoys me, these cons, because they can drag out too long. You just want mm. them to make the decision. Let him make his decision. Um, <laughs> and um, I'm sure we'll probably hear by next
0: week, probably. Uh, well, you hope for, <laughs> for Well, us. well. It, it's been an interesting one because the, the reports were, after we got off air on Monday, that... Ben Rudden was hours and days away from being mm. sacked and then he rocked up to two training sessions and coached the boys and there's even some footage, exclusive footage on the Essendon Football Club website of Ben Rudden announcing um, that Michael Hurley... Uh, a player who, it was very ironic because we were talking on Monday about Essendon not giving farewell games, and that's been a really, um, bad aspect of their culture. And they must have been listening to us, Sam, because they've given Michael Hurley a farewell game, which I'm obviously very happy to see. But it's, it's been a strange week, a very, very strange week, particularly with Essendon, because if they, if they have came late into this race, then, potentially they need to get all their you know ducks in, in line yeah. and, and they've got to talk through what scenarios Clarko's going to walk into because it's not one man fixing a football club. It, it's multiple layers. As we know, Clarko likes to bring a team of people that can improve whatever football program he's going into. So... If that is the case and he is strongly entertaining, like we, like the reports have suggested, then this isn't just a couple of days decision. This will stretch on longer mm. than what it was expected to be on Monday. The fact that the coach is still in, I mean, absolute admiration and respect for Ben Ruddon for, for showing up to the club on multiple occasions and, and coaching the guys as if nothing else is happening. That that takes yeah, he's, a lot of courage. he's handled
1: that heat pretty well, to be honest, in uh, their kind of poor management of how this is...
0: Does this remind up. you of anything, Sam? Does this situation <laughs> remind you of anything? <laughs> I've been through it a few times. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just don't want it to become torturous. I, I mean, yes. David Teague, as, as I was alluding to, he, he had to do all the exit meetings, mm. and then he was sacked. Yeah. So you just hope that... There there is a sense of dignity here with with Ben Ruddon. Yeah. Look, if he if he goes into into Saturday and he does get to coach that final game, that would be nice. But as a lot of journalists have said, it, it is a, it is an untenable situation. Yeah. So yeah, we'll you're see what happens. you speaking
1: as if it's locked in yet. because no, no,
0: I don't think it is either. I, um, I don't, I don't, I don't. I think he's more likely to go to North Melbourne if, if you had to ask me. Okay. I think the Essendon situation is really tough with just how unstable the club is and the board. Yep. Whereas there's a lot more stability at North Melbourne. Not saying there's a there's a huge amount more, but I think the Essendon job's more attractive. But I think the North Melbourne job's more wholesome.
1: Yep. There you go. I like that summary. Okay, moving on. The NRL will remain in Sydney. Uh, the NRL Grand Final will remain in <laughs> Sydney, uh, the Games Boss says. After a deal was struck uh, to keep the Rugby Grand Final uh, in New South Wales, Peter Vallandis has confirmed that the side will be played Olymp- at the uh, Olympic Park for the first weekend of October. Uh, they've been locked in a battle with the New South Wales government for several weeks after it abandoned plans to upgrade suburban stadiums. It threatened to move the de- de- decider interstate, including joking about bringing it to Melbourne.
0: Oh, <laughs> I don't stir think we would. We wouldn't
1: want it anyway.
0: No, I don't think we would. <laughs> Will they move that uh, Waverley or something? <laughs> oh, Gee, that's
1: funny. So, yeah, so it's been locked in there. Um, there was, you know, rumours of uh, SunCorp uh, getting it. Um, it's interesting that one. Mm. And, uh, They're kind of moving towards maybe a plan of how selling it off to states with, you know, bids, how some other sports uh, overseas do it that way, Uh, rather than having one central ground like we Mm, have. mm. uh, Interesting way to do it. It Um, But uh, good to get locked in for fans. Um, and also in the NRL as it's heating up towards the end of the season there as well. The Broncos will ha- host uh, the Melbourne Storm tonight at 7.45. You can catch that. Um, also in the news, LeBron James has just signed a two-year contract extension Ooh. worth $97 million US, so $140, 140 million. Uh, but as Dean he's Franklin getting into
0: his, his old
1: age, <laughs> I don't know what age he is, LeBron, but uh, that's not a bad, not a bad
0: way to finish if this is his final two years. Oh, you'd suspect it would be. He's 37 years old. Uh, he'll be 38 on the 30th of December. Uh, Sam. So, yeah, look, he's, he's, uh, his net worth is already, as we know, 1 billion US dollars, um, reported by Forbes uh, this year. So, look, he's doing okay. He's not short of a quid. But my word, he's doing all right, and uh, yeah, this probably will be his last season. And it is very timely that you do mention this, Sam, because the NBA schedule for 2022-23 yes. has been released. You think the uh, you think the whole Alastair Clarkson um, scenario is drawn out? Well, this is one that is really teased out. It's it's a long drawn out process. Of course, so many different teams traveling around the United States. It would be a very hard fixture to organise. Uh, absolutely not showing away from that aspect. But it was released on uh, Thursday Australia time. The teams will have 82-game season. Uh, There will be a play-in tournament and, of course, the first season since the start of the pandemic in 2020 to take place with a normal number of games uh, whilst following a standard length off-season. So the opening night, Tiffing up a couple of months away... There are some very exciting games in this, Sam. Uh, there's there's a couple of interesting international uh, headline games as well. So, uh, the Raptors and the Jazz will play in the NBA Canada Series, pre- presented by Bell. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks and the Atlanta Hawks will play in Abu Dhabi uh, in October the 6th and October the 8th, if you don't mind. Uh, there will be, yeah, so the October the 18th is the regular season beginning. Um, and then Spurs and Heat will play in an NBA game in Mexico City as well. So, there's a couple of a couple of these sort of draw card games january the 19th the detroit pistons will play the chicago bulls in paris uh and then your all-star game will be in 2023 in salt lake city uh and that'll be february the 17th to the 19th and then the nba play-in tournaments will be from the 11th to the 14th of april and then the start of the nba playoffs will be roughly the april the 15th so there are some uh there are some big games uh in this fixture i'm not going to go through all of them there's a there's a heap of them um, but it's going to be a great season, Sam. There's, there's a lot of excitement around. Uh, the one I'm looking forward to will be December the 25th. So, <laughs> if if you've got Christmas your calendars Day, out, yeah. Christmas Day. Uh, and the Bucks, of course, lost that seven-game heartbreaker to Boston uh, in the sec- in the second round. So I'm particularly, because I'm a Bucks fan, looking forward to that one. Uh, and the Grizzlies at Warriors also on Christmas Day. Talk about Christmas coming on time for for a lot of sides. There, that'll be an exciting one. Um, potentially with this one being the best rivalry in the NBA at the moment. So, a couple of big games, Sam. It's going to be an exciting season. I have some breaking news. No way. It's rare for the Sports Desk to to ever have
1: breaking news. Uh, But it's just been posted um, and tweeted. I've got two sources here. uh, North Melbourne's teased something and Damien Barrett has tweeted that Clarkson will coach North Melbourne. (laughs) absolutely believe this wow just wow. as we were speaking about it it's come through <laughs> north melbourne uh, which I'm happy for my mate. I um, was yeah. a bit worried for <laughs> Essendon. Oh, but no, it's, it's going to be a bit raw for you. Sorry, I didn't realise. I'm p- taking off the band aids. For... <laughs> you,
0: you are, you are. That's absolutely right. But hey, North Melbourne, they came to the party early. They put five-year deal on the table for him, and it looks like it stood. Um, they did diplomacy in the right way, Sam. Uh, Essendon still have a coach, so it's, it's still a very messy situation there. But yeah, the Roos get their man. Wow. Wow, what a teased out process. Yeah, I and can't believe that's come through wow. right now.
1: I would have thought it would have been the end of the weekend uh, before that came so come through. Wow. But uh, his manager, James Henderson, has confirmed uh, the deal. Uh, so that's on afl.com.au if you want to check that. And uh, North Melbourne have just teased, uploaded a photo with 781 dot. So I don't wow. know if that's a significant stat to maybe games coached or games played and coached. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, oh, it's Clarkson's player number apparently. 781 Ah, when he played for the Ruse back in the 90s. So, there you go. Uh, Good news for (laughs) you, Ruse fans, for your Friday afternoon. and I best guess we'd better go to a song. and um, We wow. definitely have the final round, round 23, to talk about. Uh, oh, it's all heating up here on the sports desk on your Friday morning. I thought I'd play this because a special man is delivering the ball to the umpires on Sunday. Uh, Gene Simmons, <laughs> who kiss, who's a Carlton fan,
0: if yeah. you can believe
1: that. There you <laughs> go. So are <were> Abba, apparently.
0: <laughs> so I'm glad you're going <laughs> with this song, Sam. <laughs> so I'm going to
1: play this song, Detroit Rock City Kiss, on uh, Friday morning on... Sports desk on Sid. Kiss on the sports desk this morning. Detroit Rock City. As uh, so we are just mentioning, Gene Simmons is going to deliver like the balls to the umpires on Sunday. He's surely uh, going to be the wearing the,
0: the face paint, surely.
1: It's going to be amazing.
0: It would be so good if he does that. <laughs> Maybe blue face paint.
1: Well, yeah, so he's a Carlton fan. Um,
0: well, I guess we
1: better get into, well, if you just missed us off the top there, breaking news. North Melbourne have secured their man, Alistair Clarkson. Uh, you can read the details on that on afl.com.au, but it was confirmed by his manager just not too long ago. But, Big news, round 23, the final round Woo! of the home and away season.
0: Oh, we can finally focus on this round, Sam, and not about coaching speculation. Yes, <laughs> oh, no, I'm, I'm glad we're done with that. Um, it's all over. Uh,
1: and I guess we'll get to Friday night footy tonight. Massive game. This is a really big round. Like, sometimes the final rounds can be just a bit, you know... A blip. Uh, you know, quiet. You know, before the the what do they say the the silence before the storm was that yes, what they go? Yes, they do.
0: They do. And if Ross Lyon was playing in this round, not not physically, of course, but his teams, he would just you know rest about ten, fifteen players, <laughs> get ready for the finals. <laughs> so I'm glad that's not happening anymore. No, it's, it is
1: not the case. So Friday night footy tonight, Brisbane Lions play Melbourne up at the Gabba. Check uh, out the, the named ins and outs. Uh, Brisbane have named. Uh, Ryan Lester out. He was the medical sub. And Melbourne have named James Jordan out. They're the two things out. I don't know if my app's just glitching or they're just keeping, <laughs> keeping their uh, changes to themselves. Or uh, they're probably not changing the no, teams at all. No, I think
0: you're all. right. No, no, no one coming in this week, Sammy. So, but there will be some milestones. Trent Rivers and Luke Jackson both play their 50th game. So, gee, that's came around pretty quickly. It's amazing when you're in a winning side, doesn't it? You can chalk up that. Uh, milestone quite quickly, but yeah, this is, uh, obviously this was a game, a replay at uh, these two teams played earlier this season. Well, actually, I wouldn't say earlier this season. It wasn't all that long ago. No, it about five or six weeks. And of course you had a bit of airtime as well, Sammy. You yeah. were, <laughs> you were there with your uh, chalkboard and, uh, yeah. taking some <laughs> coaching notes. And yeah, we thought we were very impressed with your performance actually, mate. But yeah, that was a, that was a, a pretty dirty night for the for yeah, the Brisbane Lions.
1: Bit, bit lackluster for the Lions. Uh, having trouble at the MCG, but there's one ground that they can play really well on. and It's the Gabba. Uh, oh, had a good record there, um, and uh, I don't know how many times. I don't know what Melbourne's record is up there, mm. but both coming off. Um, well, Melbourne coming off uh, a good win. It's still it's still yep. putting my pieces of my heart back together. Um, but to oh, find course. a way to win in that game. Uh, look, they were impressive, and Very. I think this was a spark that you need right before the finals. And I think this will be enough to jolt them along, uh, and I think they'll get the win uh, up there in, at the Gabba. Although mm. the Brisbane are really strong in front of their home crowd, um, I, I just think their final quarters and stuff have been just a bit bit not full full finished product. Mm. Um, mm. So unless they kind of wrapped up together, they had a uh, a good win. Well, when I say good win, it's only 15 points in the end against St Kilda. Uh, we're trying to get for a final spot last week, but,
0: uh, I just don't think they're 100% Brisbane. Uh, and so my tip will be Melbourne. Yeah, they, they, they did look pretty off against St Kilda. It, it did take some really good moments from Cam Raider, who, as we've seen, the number one draft pick for 2017. He's, been really impressive at times, obviously coming off that horrid ACL injury, and, and he's really starting to prove his worth. He's one of those impact players, Sam, doesn't need a huge amount of the pill to to really, you know, capitalise on the game, and did exceptionally well. A couple of really crucial goals against St Kilda, but again, if you're, if you're really relying <laughs> on a couple of those big efforts against a team like St Kilda, who, as we know, are really struggling, and have called for a review as well, seems to be the, the buzzword in the AFL at the moment, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so, So, yeah, external review there. So, look, for me, I'm going to tip Melbourne. I think we've got to quickly talk about the ramifications of this game. Yes. If the winner does lock in a top-four spot and the loser will be almost certain to host an elimination final. So... One with double chance, one with a single Mm. chance. That's how big this game is. Uh, Brisbane will fancy themselves at the Gabba, but I will be tipping Melbourne in this one. I just feel like, as you mentioned, they would have got a lot of confidence from that win last week. Carlton played exceptionally well and just fell short. We won't go into all of the ins and outs of that. But the Ds, they'd, they'd be feeling confident. I reckon they're a big chance in this one. Okay, well, that's exciting. Friday night football tonight to get
1: you warmed up. Um, and, and we got the bye next round too. So, mm. soak up your footy this weekend before that's the finals. Go so Uh, the next game, one forty-five tomorrow. It's the GWS Giants, uh, facing Fremantle at Monica Oval in Canberra. Uh, GWS have named James, uh, oh, I was going funny. James Peterling, <laughs> Tim Taranto, out Tanner Bruin, Lachlan Keith, uh, Xavier Halloran. Fremantle, Nat Fife, Lloyd Meek. Out, Bailey Banfield, Rory Lobb and Darcy Tucker. Interesting game. Frem- Fremantle up there, of course, one of the teams trying to uh, get a top four spot. Um, I-, I think they can this week. It just yes. depends on mm. depends on the results of the other games. It's going to be one of those crazy rounds. Uh, GWS not had a great finish, to, or not had a great season at all, pretty much. Mm. Um not a great finish for them so I I think Fremantle will get this done uh trying to clinch a spot and it's going to become down a percentage and stuff.
0: It will. It'll come down to Sunday uh, evening. So it'll be that St Kilda-Sydney game. And if Sydney happen to lose that game, Fremantle are absolutely locking that top four spot away if they win against the Giants. And the Giants, there's, again, a lot of whispers around coaching and, and you know, those sorts of things. Adam Uze seems like the favourite to get the GWS Giants job. Okay. He apparently presented exceptionally well and blew them away. And so he looks likely to be the GWS coach next season. it just be whether Mark McVeigh wants to stay at the GWS Giants. I've, I've really liked him um, in his time as yep. the interim coach, so I would like to see him stay. And Tim Taranto's been a name that's been floated around quite a bit in the trade circles. Potentially, he might head back to Victoria... And Collingwood specifically, so be interesting to see how he plays potentially in his last game for the GWS Giants. Of course, with a lot of these GWS players, I, I want them to stay. I want them to build that culture and be successful there. But time will tell. Uh, yeah, this will be a hard game for the Dockers to win away from home. But it's good to see Nat Fife back, and I think they'll win, knowing that there's a lot more on the yep. line for them. Two ten at
1: Marvel Stadium on Saturday, North Melbourne and the Gold Coast Suns. Uh, North Melbourne have named Adam Bonner in Josh Goethe a debut. Jason Horn Francis back in Jack Mahoney. Finn Perez out Jed Anderson. Jackson Archer. Paul Curtis, Aaron Hall, Jaden Stevenson and Jack Siebel. Uh, and Clarko for that Yeah, I was going to say A Clarkson's (laughs) here on the sheet. (laughs) don't feel he will be Uh, at the game. No, I don't (laughs) think he'll coach that. I think they'll have a goodbye. No, they won't. Um, for, uh, oh no, David Noble. David Noble, for <laughs> Golden. Yeah,
0: they'll get him.
1: They'll get him in the car around the, the stadium. <laughs> Gold Coast Suns: Hugo, Paul, oh, uh, Paul Daya, Alex Sexton in, out. Sam Day, Isaac Rankin, and Jeremy Sharp. Look, I was going to tip North Melbourne even before the news, um, mm. but I, th- I think uh, North will get this done after uh, another poor season from them. But uh, look,
0: it's only up from now. I agree. I'm going to tip North Melbourne in this one as well. They've had a yeah a pretty decent end to their season, and obviously with this news, that's going to buoy them a bit and get them all excited and pumped for the for next year. And I do hope they do meet Clarko before the exit meetings as well. Just on that, I I do I do hope that they can meet their coach and just get familiar with him, and then obviously focus for the next year. So good on North Melbourne. 4.35
1: Saturday, Geelong Cats versus the West Coast Eagles. In for Geelong, (laughs) Izava, Radagalia, Isaac Smith, out Tom Atkins, Jeremy Cameron out, Reece Stanley, Uh, West Coast Eagles have named Jai Cutley, Tim Kelly, Willie Rioli, Bailey Williams, out Greg Clark, Andrew Gaff, Brady, uh, Hugh, Nick Natanui, Jake Waterman. Some big outs for the Eagles. Uh, poor season for them, we've said all year. Probably want to finish on a good note, but I think this is just going to
0: be a percentage boost for Geelong to kind of finish on top. Uh, they do not have a good record there. <laughs> they do not have a good Eagles, record yeah. at uh, Kardinia Park. I'm, I'm just looking through some stats there. I think um, they've... Oh geez, yeah, it's yeah, it's not great. <laughs> it's, it's not great at all. Um, I think I think yeah, they just seem to lose there a lot, Sam. And uh, I think even during the those COVID years, I think Sydney played them there once, and it was over a hundred points. So. Look, not expecting the Eagles to win this game. Uh, obviously, Jeremy Cameron, if he was playing, he would be right in the hunt for the common medals. Yeah, I was going to say that puts him out now. So it's It does. I think Corkins has to kick at least 10 and then uh, Charlie Kerner has to be mm. silent. Yes. So Which it's we very unlikely, man. We're not wishing for that at all. So, yeah, Geelong for me, Sam. And they might try a couple of different coaching moves in this one to, you know... See, yep. see, what their, see what their best 22 is going to look like for the finals. Geelong comfortably Saturday night. Football 7-25.
1: It's Essendon and Richmond from the MCG. Mm. Uh, Michael Hurley named in. Zach Reed yes. out. Nick Bryan, uh, Ben Hobbs and Kyle Langford in for Richmond. Uh, Jack Ross out. Jason Castagna uh, and Dr- Jack Graham uh, look, interesting. Richmond solidified in the finals now, um, so this would just be trying to—I um, don't know—just
0: <laughs> for pride for Essendon, really. I think so. I, I think that's what it comes down to. You know, the fact that they've had Ben running at the club this mm. year, um, or, or this or this uh, week, coaching um, has been a good sign. So, but yeah, particularly with with Michael Hurley, he's been. It, it was sad during the week because part of part of his retirement speech was saying that he wanted to go to a club with stability, and he didn't unfortunately get that really at any stage um, at his career in at Essendon. So I feel sad for him for, for that aspect alone. But I mean, you know, with a lot of players after the drug scandal, they did leave and go to different clubs. Yep. Michael Hurley wasn't one of those players. He right. stuck around, and and he was really true. He started his uh, career Sam up forward, and then he went to the back line and was. Equally, really good down back. Right. I mean, he kicked. He kicked. Was it six goals? I think in a in a a final round of a season against Hawthorne, which got us into the finals. I think back in two thousand and nine. Uh, and yes, yeah, he kicked. He uh, kicked a big bag of goals. And you sort of thought to yourself, "Is this? You know, with the number eighteen on his back, is this? Is this the next Matty Lloyd?" And uh, unfortunately, injuries have crawled him. But I mean, he came back from an unbelievably unfortunate health issue um, where he nearly lost his life and the fact that he came back for the past five VFL games and now he gets a a final game at the MCG for a guy who yeah was staring down the barrel at potentially his whole livelihood um it's just great to see him playing again so big shout out to Michael Hurley. Uh, the other Saturday night game, at 7.25... Uh, sorry,
1: 7.30 on the dot, um, because it's over in Adelaide, who are behind half an hour, which I always seem to forget. <laughs> uh, it was, of course, the showdown. What a way to finish. Both clubs wow. out of contention of the top eight, but this is massive. Uh, I think there are a few games that, like... um few games that some neutrals like me uh, w- would want to go to for the atmosphere and I feel like this would be a great game uh, over there. So they always want to win for pride, doesn't matter where they are on the ladder. Correct. Uh, the ins and outs named Port, Adelaide have named in Robbie Gray's final game. Woo. Uh, out Riley Bonner, Jackson Mead, uh, Adelaide have named Wayne Malera and uh, out Ben Davis and Shane Adam. I'm a bit lost with this one, to be honest. The showdowns are pretty interesting. Uh, Of course, there was that crazy win uh, by Adelaide after the siren early at the start of this year. Um, So Port will probably want to answer that. And there's been, you know, the amount of pressure on Adelaide Ken Hinckley and the absolute mm. destruction of Essendon will give them a bit of confidence into this game. Certainly.
0: Uh, Two, so. three training sessions this week. It's been good for them. So I think Port will get this done, but I reckon this is going to be very close. Yeah, I think it will be. I think this will be one of the best showdowns we'll see. I think Adelaide have been in ridiculously good form, closing out the season. As we know, beating a couple of top eight contenders along the way, but for Robbie Gray, who has been an unbelievable servant of this club, I think he could almost get a statue, Sam. That's how good he is. Yep. He's just an absolute master, and he has stood up in... So I, I think there was a stat that came up this week about how many clutch moments where his team was down in the final quarter. He's been the man to bring Port Adelaide single-handedly back into games. It's It's over 10 occasions in his career. So an unbelievably great servant from the Port Adelaide Football Club. It's a shame he doesn't finish with a premiership, but... He is amazing, and I think Port Adelaide win, playing off emotion for, for Robbie. Sunday, super Sunday. We start off
1: with Hawthorne and Western Bulldogs down in uh, Tasmania, the University of Tasmania Stadium, uh, 1.10pm. Hawthorne have named in Jackson, Callow, Daniel Howe. Uh, Ned Lang, a debut... Ned Long, sorry, a debut. Uh, Max Lynch and Jack Saunders, another debut. Out, Jarman MP and Jacob Kaczynski. Western Bulldogs have named Josh Bruce in. Taylor, Derea, Robbie McComb, Tim O'Brien. Out, Lachlan McNeil. Uh, and this is the do or die game for Western Bulldogs if they want to uh, overtake and jump into the finals. Um, and Hawthorne, this is a finish for Pride. You-, you can see they're a couple of years away still. Um not 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 there yet. Had uh, interesting ups and downs throughout the year but probably had a quiet second half. But an interesting stat. The Bulldogs have not defeated uh Hawthorne in Tasmania since two thousand and eight. If you can believe that. Uh wow. and I think it's five and one the record down there recent um in just overall games, I think. In well, down there. Um Wow, Sam. How's that gonna
0: sway your tip?
1: Uh, uh, look, I, uh, <laughs> you I don't want to do this it, to myself. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I'm just going to pick Hawthorne because I don't want to be yeah. the, the, at my own demise. Uh, I look, uh, with the record down there that they've had, um, and yes, the dogs have been making it uh, and coming late, as they do, but I think if they were any better, they'd be in the, the top eight already. Um, and yes we've seen glimpses um, but they've just have not had the best year and i think i feel like Hawthorne, knowing that this is their chance uh, i think sometimes take a lot of great pleasure of taking teams out of the eight um uh, yeah, Hawthorn
0: all all th- all th- for me. <laughs> I'm a bit
1: lost <laughs> at this. I'm too
0: nervous to talk about it. <laughs> I'm going to tip the Bulldogs, but with uh, not a lot of confidence. Obviously, with that stat line as you mentioned there, yes. not a win in Tasmania since 2008. So it's been a long time. And I do remember when they when they lost there after uh, they lost to Essendon, and uh, that was you know at a really crucial stage in the Dogs' uh, year last year, where you yeah. thought they could miss as well. So I'm going to tip them, but. You'll you'll see what my next tip will will sort of that, sway my okay. belief in in what's going to happen. So they I'm going to tip the Bulldogs in this. I had way.
1: a great game down there. I, I don't know their record in I, I, actually was that the record I was saying before five and one games in Tasmania this mm. season. Like they had a big game against the Lions. Uh, if mm. you remember early yes, on they in the did. season, it was huge. that was very dominant by them up there. So, so hopefully capable. they can play
0: that. Like that yes, <laughs> <laughs> for your sake, absolutely. Okay, and <laughs> of right, course, yes, they
1: have to win by six points. Uh, uh, or more to get into the eight. So mm-hmm. if, if the result of the next game, uh, is less than six. So it, it comes down very close percentage. But of course, we will talk, we've been talking about it already. 3.20 Sunday afternoon. Carlton and Collingwood. Whew. Wow. Why did it have to come down to this? Why didn't we have to do it the hard way?
0: <laughs> oh, the oh, footy gods no. have looked after us this week, Savvy Boy. Oh, yes. I'm actually getting
1: lightheaded. <laughs> 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 Been yeah. down at Icon Park on Wednesday, watched them open were, train. You were. Seen George Hewitt before he was even yeah. named. Yeah. Was he looking good? So, I, um, <laughs> well, yeah. my eyes oh. aren't are the greatest. So, oh, good, oh, good oh. answer,
0: <sighs> Sam. Good answer.
1: Ins and outs. Carlton have named four potential in, so obviously more have to come out for it to be, so it's not 100% locked in. But Adam Chera, Tom DeConing, George Hewitt and Zach Williams. Wow.
0: Wow. Zach Williams, first Zach time Williams. back in the t- side <laughs> since, what, mid-year? That's a huge in. I, my, my eyes are deceiving me. I'm, I think I'm getting lightheaded too, Sam. So,
1: Paddy Dow's been named out, and Collingwood, of course, have named Jordan Degoe, Oliver Henry, and Finlay McRae, and they've not dropped Ginnivan. He's,
0: uh ah, He's been named. Through. So what was his issue last week? Was it concussion? Hamstring. hamstring. I think it was wow. a hamstring issue. Gee, incredible. Sam... This is one of the biggest clashes of biggest
1: the year. Com- the biggest come, collingwood clash of my lifetime. It I
0: think for your 1988 Abs- our was
1: the last time they met in a grand final. The stakes have never been so high. They want at all costs to knock us out. I will never hear the end of it if they <laughs> knock us out. Uh, and for them to lose a top four, that's on the line. Uh, but I, as I am nervous, but I am slightly confident at the same time because. Mm. The effort that we brought out last week, and the way we played, uh, and until the last couple of minutes, yep. we remained pretty composed, and uh, it looked like it was our—it it, was—we lost the game. It was our game to yep. lose last week. Yep. Uh, had it in the bag, a final spot, uh, and of course the pressure comes now. But I just think the way we played last week, the way we came out, everyone stood up. That's you want what you want as a whole club. Uh, so I was tremendously, just tremendously excited to see that. At the same time, it was heartbreaking. Uh, but also part of me goes, where was that the last couple of weeks? <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. It, <laughs> um, it must be frustrating.
1: So, but I'm just trying to remain positive Absolutely and man. calm for now because... Um, this is this is nervous. We're, we're going to get eighty-five to 95,000, probably, 90,000 crowd. Uh, I'm going to get there very early, even for Dude. the VFL game. Um,
0: Bring out the swag, sleep there overnight. I,
1: I've oh, just wow. been... Even though my mother is a Collingwood supporter, the rest of my family is Carlton. Have you seen
0: her this week? Yeah, yeah, she's coming <laughs> to the game.
1: So, um, <laughs> don't know if we'll be travelling in the same car on the way home, but we don't know. Um... <laughs> Just, I don't know, just as a young boy going to the footy, I was taught to hate Collingwood and yes. how unbearable the ferals those fans are. Um, yeah. it, it's just a way. It's just, we love sport, we love the rivalries, but. I hope we get it done. I'll be extremely disappointed and gutted if we do. I I just feel like the way we played for the first half of this year, well, majority, we haven't seen a Carlton like this. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I've enjoyed going to the footy. Normally, I wouldn't be talking about footy or even the concept of us playing finals. Uh, We've just been so far beneath it, but this playing group has grown so far, and Vos, who's come in, he's like, he's uh, the god (laughs) coming in. He's the godfather. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, look, we get it, hopefully we get it done, uh, and it'll be, um, I'll be... Happy on Sunday night and yes. get to talk about a final next week and there'll be
0: another nervous wreck. But uh, come on, Blues, get it done. If the bags win, we, we might just have to get you on the show on Monday. <laughs> we might have to drag you in. You may not be in the best condition, but <laughs> yeah. regardless, I'm sure you'll be very happy to talk about it. <laughs> now, look, I know we, we, we dare to dream here, but if yeah. the Blues win, you will finish 7th. If Essendon beat Richmond, otherwise yep. you will finish 8th. Yep. However, if... In the unfortunate scenario that you do lose, you can still finish eighth, as we mentioned before, if the dogs lose to Hawthorne, or... If they beat Hawthorne but can't make up roughly two goals off percentage. Yep. Otherwise you miss finals. Yep. Collingwood, uh if they win, they can finish as high as third if St Kilda loses uh, sorry, if Sydney loses to St Kilda, uh they can still finish fourth if Sydney beats St Kilda. But if they lose, they can fall all the way down to six if Fremantle beat GWS and go into the eight I uh, go into the top four. And of course if uh they can finish fifth if Fremantle loses to GWS. So not completely um, doomsday for Collingwood, but obviously they'll be wanting to win to get that double chance. So they are the scenario, Sam. Yeah, My words. I'm, I'm pretty
1: happy um, Sydney, as oh, Collingwood's run ended. I, I think yes. uh, that happening and a bit of deflating for them uh, came at a right time. Uh, yes. I still think we've got to shut them down. Their vigorous, fast-play football they are. is a bit scary. Um, but, uh, yeah, I... I I've got no words. It's just the players left to do the work on the field on Sunday afternoon. And I look forward to it. It's going to be thrilling. It's going um, to be thrilling.
0: I'm going to tip the baggers. I've got confidence. Okay. in confidence itself.
1: i um, got a big grin. Because...
0: Uh, <laughs> all right, we've got move there, on. Is, there is one more game. Yeah, so <laughs> we, we almost forget, don't we? There is one Final more game. Final game, game of the round. <laughs> Sydney
1: and St Kilda are uh, in for St Kilda. Josh Battle, Ryan Burns, Jack Bytel. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Vital, I tell. Yeah, Tim Tom it is, Campbell, yeah. Dan Hanabry, Final game for him. Dara Joyce, Dean Kent, Outbreak Crouch, Cooper Sharman, uh, Jimmy Webster, Mason Wood. Uh, and Sydney Swans, Will Gould, a debut, Hayden McLean and Sam Wicks. Sydney have had a really good year. Uh, um, I think this is more of a game for them to finish top four. I know (laughs) theoretically uh, the mass can come down to St Kilda making it, but really that's not going to happen. But you're
0: telling me there's a chance, Sam. You're (laughs) telling me there's a chance. If they win, they finish in eighth. If Carlton loses to Collingwood, Western Bulldogs lose to Hawthorne and they make up roughly 20 goals of percentage <laughs> 20 goals 20 goals yeah not gonna happen Sydney gonna have to rest a lot of players but uh, good good to see Dan Hannabury back against his old side in his final game yeah, of course pretty- he is retiring um, he's been he's been a good servant of the Swans he's a he's a tough player Sam and I tell you what he's one of those players that Regardless of whether he's playing injured or not, you know he'll give you 100% absolutely brilliant from Dan Hanabree. He started all the way back in 2009, uh, a year after he was drafted, and he played his first game against Carlton at Round 16. Ah. So, uh, Look, let, let's be honest, he, He's his trade hasn't really worked. Of course, we don't know inside the four walls how much of an impact he's had on St Kilda's culture, but... As far as playing is concerned, he's went to go see Hans in Germany a few times to get himself fixed, but fortunately it hasn't worked for him, but plays his final game on the weekend, and St Kilda would be hoping to finish the season strong. Despite all that, I'm tipping the swans. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it would be a nice tale finish for St Kilda that way, but uh, Sydney have just, just proven to um, uh, what a great side they've been this year. Um, it really surprised a lot of people, I yes, think. Yes, yeah. Um, had a really good start to the year. Uh, midway season was a bit iffy.
0: A bit iffy. shaky. They lost um, but
1: they're going to finish strong. And Franklin is just... I don't think he's going anywhere. I no. think he's going to stay with this club.
0: No, I think he will too, Sam. The, those scenes after he kicked that goal, jubilant. Mm. He looked like a guy ready to absolutely roll into the finals with a head of steam. So, good luck to the Swans on the week. Good luck to all... Eighteen clubs. It's going to be very, very exciting, Sam. Great way to end the season. Finals in a fortnight. Cannot believe it. Scary thoughts. We will be here. Everyone listening, almost here. It's all. This is the place to listen to all your finals action. It's it's going to be amazing. We'll
1: get to a track now. We'll come back and wrap up with some uh, the world game uh, right here on the sports desk on your Friday morning. The Kooks on the sports desk on your Friday morning with a wrap up the show. <laughs> Not that cuckoo, cuckoo. Yes, yeah, different. Uh, but we'd better wrap up. But with some world game. Now, I missed last week, and we missed the first week. It's match week three of the Premier League, of course. It's heating up. Uh, we'll go through a few of the games. Uh, Saturday, uh, Tottenham and Wolves play early at 8.30pm. Crystal Palace and Aston Villa from midnight. Everton and Nottingham Forest from the same time. Fulham, Brentford, the same time. Leicester and Southampton, the same time. Uh, and then we've got Bournemouth and Arsenal, 2.20am. Leeds United, Chelsea... Uh, 10.50 Sunday night, West Ham 10.50 against Brighton. Monday morning, 1.20, it's Newcastle and Man City. And to round it out on Tuesday, it's Man United uh, against Liverpool at 4am. Look, I'm sure Man United don't want to play anyone. (laughs) They probably don't even want to play Melbourne City at this rate because they are having an absolute shocker. It's been
0: hilarious.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So they're actually sitting bottom of the Premier League table at the moment after three rounds in. Uh, But look forward to that on Saturday. And, of course, the quarterfinals for the Australia Cup uh, got through. No Melbourne teams left except for the local league team. Teams. The yes. Oakley Cannons play Sydney FC, Peninsula Power play Sydney United 58, Adelaide United play Brisbane Raw and MacArthur SC face Wellington Phoenix. Uh, those dates have not been named yet, uh, locations, uh, and of course, pub footy back tomorrow, second last round. For me, I play the Lions versus the Easy Beats
0: at 4pm, Victoria Park, so you can come down. Gosh, I love those names, Sammy boy. And in the big V, for the mighty RMIT Redbacks, their season is still well and truly alive. They had a great win against against Gippsland United over the weekend, and they will now face the Altona Gators, who they went down to in the very first elimination final. They will play a preliminary final against them, 1pm, at the Altona Sports Centre on Sunday, so make sure, if you're a big fan of the Big V it's one of the best seasons we've seen Looks to be a great finish as well. And look forward to seeing how the Redbacks go. Sam, it's been an honour, a privilege, a pleasure. Thank you very much today.
1: We'll see you next Friday, of course, us two, and Monday afternoon for Jimmy and James, of course, and maybe even me, depending on luck, the Blues. Man. Go Blues! Hey. It's been the Sports Desk on your Friday morning on, Woo. of course, CNFM. Yeah.